and welcome to Don't Die Before You're Dead. I'm your host, Mary McCartney, and this is where we talk about all things related to living the life that you are meant to live. Now, for me, that has been living fully, living large, doing whatever I can to stay active, to be out there, to enjoy life each and every day. And as many of you might know, two years ago, I started planning this year to be my year to get out there and do a cross Canada tour, my don't die before you're dead tour. And the whole purpose of this was to spread the message of staying active, staying involved in life, being engaged with people. Because, you know, as we retire and we lose that sense of purpose, the things change us quite a bit. And it's a matter of being able to say, well, what what is it that I can do now? For many of us, we look to doing some volunteering. Maybe we look to take on a project, we start a new hobby. All things that are exceedingly good for us that keep us mentally and physically sound. So this year, I wanted to get out and to share with people that There are a lot of years left after retirement, if we're blessed to have those years. And come along the age of maybe 80, 85, if we have sat around too long and not done much, maybe we've died long before our body gave out. And so that was my message. And in order to do that, I was looking at speaking engagements and my book came out in January by the same title, Don't Die Before You're Dead. And part of it is about my journey in life, my story, twice married, twice divorced, and my husband, my third husband passed away. And yet we lived so much in those years we had together that I have a lot of fabulous memories. So my message again is about building memories, sharing time with family so that by the time you get to the age where maybe you can't do what you once could, maybe you're not as physically able, you're not out and about as much, but you have still lots of memories of good times that you've shared with others. Well, now I'm looking and saying, my trip across Canada is not going to look the same as what I planned. I'm now looking at a dream redesigned. I mean, sponsors were very reluctant and hesitant, if not downright unwilling, to commit to the uncertainty of today, as were people that I wanted to go and and spend time speaking to, women's groups, church groups. I had a few interested bodies that were willing to commit to some of the dates that I traveled, But as our caseload of COVID has increased across the provinces, uh, that has changed the reflection of things. You know, Ontario is where I live, Ontario, Canada, and our, our case counts have been exceedingly high. So even if a province had a low count, they certainly would not be throwing their Uh, doors and arms open wide to receive somebody from Ontario. It just uh, wasn't making sense that we had a a lot of cases to deal with. So what am I going to do? People are asking me, well, you know, what's the plan now? I was looking to leave on May 10th. Of course, that's rapidly approaching. I believe it's a week and a half away. And 
I'd be crazy to even try and move too far on, on May 10th. And, you know, it has given me more time. The good news is it's given me more time to put my camper in order. So that's coming along nicely, working on having that already. And I did on my Facebook group. If you haven't joined my Facebook group, I welcome you to do that. I can. It's uh, Don't Die Before You're Dead Facebook group. And I did ask my, um, my readers there, my audience, and said, if I can go somewhere, I might not be able to do all of Canada this year. Might have to split it into two years. So the question was, should I go east or should I go west? Well, just like most things, you know, people are going to have their preferences. Those that have experienced being in either side of Ontario had lots to say about the best places to go and visit. Some were very practical. Well, Mary, you know, maybe you should go east because it's closer to home. And, you know, if you have to get back home, if there's some issues and it won't be quite so hard. And then there are some that go, oh, you've got to get out to Banff. And of course, I totally agree. I grew up on home movies of Banff and Lake Louise and definitely on my itinerary. And my heart is longing to see the mountains of the West Coast. So there were equal numbers of opinions for each side. Will I, will I need to split up my trip? Well, here are the options. I can put the whole thing off till next year, but then I'll be 71 and it doesn't sound nearly as exciting as doing this on my 70th year, which was part of the plan too, is just kind of like, oh, okay, I'm, I'm young at heart and I can still get out there and, and do all kinds of things with, uh, with the young folk. Um, but so what if I'm 71? Does it really matter? I don't think anybody cares. Nobody even asks me. So, but that's an option. I could do it in two parts. I could go one direction one year and next summer go the other direction. Or I can, I can just shorten my intentions. I had planned six months and rough calculations and my planning schedule was approximately two weeks in each province. And the territories were part of that too. Of course, that's almost an impossibility at the moment with our restrictions. But those are some options available to me. There's also, I guess, a last option, which is totally unrelated to anything that I would think is just to forget about the whole thing and call it a day. Well, for those of you who might know me, that's the last thing that I would do, because one way or another, I'm going to be traveling somewhere this summer. Don't know when, don't know for how long. But definitely, I will be doing something. That's just the way I am. I've, I've got a plan of sorts. You know, sometimes people are so well planned that they can't really shift too easily. Um, they've got everything pretty well fixed. And then there are people on the other extreme who just fly by the seat of their pants. I am flexible. I probably tend to be a little bit looser in my planning than some. I'm open to last minute possibilities, if you will. And so I don't try and box myself in so much that if life throws me a curve and if things happen beyond my control, that I can't do anything, that it just all like a deck of cards or just house of cards just all collapses in itself. 
I am going to be open-minded and willing to go on an adventure. What can I say? That's exactly what I'm going to do this summer. Um, depending on the timelines, depending on what I can do, I will make it up as I go along. And I'm okay with that. Will I have the opportunity to have speaking engagements? And of course, I've written a book, again, by the same name. And my book is about my life's journey up till this point, where I've had to overcome considerable challenges. And, you know, COVID's definitely a challenge to overcome. And I was reading the other day where someone had said, you know, if we look back, we'll know that we have overcome 100% of our challenges to date. We may not have the outcome that we had wanted. I certainly did not expect to be a widow at this age. I foresaw my husband and I walking hand in hand along the beaches into the sunset. But, you know, life does throw us different curves. And for those people who have lost loved ones unexpectedly as well, you know what I'm talking about. In my last podcast, well, actually, <laughs> my last podcast that I recorded, but the one that's up and coming to be posted, I spoke to a woman who refers to herself as the, she calls herself, aka the bad widow. So there are a number of people who are looking at uh, adjusting their lives, just like I need to adjust my plans. But the point is, we can still do something. It might not be what we thought it would be, but we can still do something. And that's what will affect us. That's what will keep us moving forward, knowing that we've accomplished things in the past and we can definitely accomplish things in the future. So I will be flexible. I'm not that rigidly planned. And maybe the opportunities for me to speak and to sell my book, I, it was going to be a book signing tour as well. And maybe it's going to look different this year. Maybe it's going to be the aftermath. Maybe my speaking and my books and all that, uh, all those ideas that I had, maybe they will come post-trip as opposed to during the trip. I don't know, but I do know that I'm keeping myself open to whatever possibilities are coming. I enjoy life. I enjoy the opportunity that life gives me. But yes, as a, as a customarily optimistic individual, I'm struggling. Am I frustrated? Absolutely. I'd be lying to you if I said that I didn't have my frustrations uh, from time to time. There are some days where I find it very hard to be motivated to keep planning, keep moving ahead. However, I'm the kind of person that doesn't like that feeling. I, I can only live with that for so long. And then I have to give myself that proverbial kick in the backside to get myself moving because it just is not a comfortable place for me to be. And I'm fortunate that I've read enough and met enough people who are great mentors one of the things that I've experienced in my life that might be helpful right now is the fact that when my second husband left, I was completely devastated, very much alone, except for raising four boys by myself. But I found a great deal of comfort and wisdom in the books that I read. And they really helped me to overcome 
the feelings that I had about not being good enough or being inadequate or being a failure and the frustrations that I had about having to start all over again. So reading in my mind saved my life. It really gave me the chance to reflect and I learned more about myself through that process of, of really analyzing what had gone wrong. And I refused to accept all the blame and to go forward and rebuild a life. And um, as you know, I went back to, well, didn't go back to university. I had never gone. I quit school when I was 18. So I went to university and became a teacher, got my degrees and started a whole new life and met my, my husband there. But reading is something that we can all do during this time of shutdown, lockdown, whatever you want to call it, shut in. We can while away the hours any number of ways. I know people that have taken up more physical fitness, which is really good because sitting around all day, every day is uh, very detrimental to our joints. And all that creaking and moaning is them complaining when we get moving again. So stay limber, stay active, read. I did a number of, of jigsaw puzzles this past winter. I took up skating. I am blessed with good energy and I'm able to do that. So my message has always been, do what you can with what you've got. I would not go out and run a marathon because that's not what I do. There is nothing that interests me in doing that. And yet I have good friends who find that so invigorating and therapeutic for them. And I think that's great. I bought myself a bicycle. I'm good to go bicycling this summer. A lot of what I'm looking to do is probably going to be alone activities. But I was traveling alone anyway. So I look at this as being really a trial run for me. I really am going to have to like my own company. That's one thing for sure. Seeing as how... Um, It'll mostly be by myself and doing singular solo activities. There were three things that I wanted to do this summer while I was on my trip. And I had planned different places where I would do them. So one of them was to go horseback riding. One of them was to go up in a hot air balloon. And the other was zip lining. I may not get to the places that I thought I would be doing those things. But I know there has to be places that I will be able to get to offering that this summer. So I will put those on my to-do list, if you will, my, um, my, what, my projected activities, my goals, whatever you wanna call them this summer. And I will find a way, there will definitely be a way. And if I can't do all three, well, I'll just find a substitute. I'd like to go kayaking. I've been kayaking a few times. Um, it's better than canoeing by myself. I, I find I'm not really gifted in that arena. And <laughs> for those of you who know what it's like canoeing by yourself, it's it's that's a there's a skill that J stroke, that twist of the wrist to make sure you're going straight and side to side. Well, it's a lot of effort, a lot of work that I'm not particularly good at, but I could certainly kayak and being on the water is my favorite place to be. I need to look for some places that I can go hiking as well and enjoy just being out in nature. So 
people ask me, well, Mary, what are you going to do this summer now that your trip has changed? They actually say canceled. They actually believe that everything I was looking forward to is really canceled. And what am I going to do about it? Well, I've told you what I'm going to do about it. I will find a way. My husband and I were sailors and we used to have this plaque hanging up in our kitchen that said something to the effect of, you know, I can't control the winds, but I can adjust my sails. And boy, did we ever learn what that was all about. Because there were times we had an intention to go in a certain direction and the wind said, uh-uh, not today. And so we would adjust our sails and adjust our plans if need be. And that's what it's all about. So here I am, the end of April, working on my camper, going to get it finished, loading it up, outfitting it, doing everything that I had planned to do as if I was going on that six month trip across Canada. I can't tell you what's, what's coming for me. I promise you this, I'm not canceling. I'm doing something and it will be part of this plan. It will be maybe spending more time in smaller um, settings, smaller areas. If I can't get out of Ontario, you can be sure I'm going to see a lot of Ontario this summer. I know the East Coast and the West Coast are experiencing their own issues. And I have a number of friends on both sides. And I would love to see them. But I might need to make an adjustment and make it for next summer. So in the meantime, what are you looking to do? How are you facing? some changes that you need you need to make. I belong to some groups about RVing in Canada and some people have got a very fixed plan of where they wanted to go camping this year. Will they adjust or will they stay home? Will you adjust or will you cancel? I challenge you to look at other ways of doing things. You might find, as I expect to find, that the new plan might offer even far more excitement than what you anticipated. So the title of this podcast today for me is going to be A Dream Redesigned. And that's exactly what I'm doing. Not canceling, not postponing, I'm redesigning. And so I'm Mary McCartney. And this is Don't Die Before You Dead. Daring you to live the life that you are meant to live. Because that's what I'll be doing. So take care till next time.